are live. Welcome back to another episode of Two Peas on a Pod. We are your hosts, Tufi and Omi. How you going, everybody? How you, how are we? <laughs> how how are we, man? How are um, we? I'm actually struggling out here. So uh, it's hay fever season for those of you who don't know. It's I guess the only downside of the Libra Libra cycle. Oh, uh, hay fever. <laughs> yeah. Hay fever comes around as well, yeah, and I'm, hey, a, I'm a sufferer. So hey, let me uh, let me break it to you. You don't have to be a Libra <laughs> to suffer from hay fever, yeah? Because I <laughs> I also suffer from hay fever. But I'm not saying it's because I'm a Libra. I'm just saying it happens to <laughs> the Libra months. Anyways, uh, moving on. Yeah. Uh, lockdown has been extended by another two weeks. Fred, this isn't the morning review. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. I know, I know. But this is just, you know, this is part of the of a podcast that we, we want to motivate you guys a little bit as well. Tell you guys to hang in there. And, and partly it's just to convince myself that, hey, mm-hmm. hey, it's all going to be fine. Just go listen to Alan Jones from Sky yeah. News and just <laughs> <laughs> he makes it sound like the world's ending. Seriously, guys. Um, yeah, we. I know this lockdown has what taken up eight months of our lives now. The whole year is pretty much gone. Uh, but hang in there. Hang in there. We're nearly there. For our friends across the border, especially yeah. those of you in Adelaide, I know who you know who you are. You bastard. <laughs> number one, take me in. But number two, if I see another snap from these people going out every single night, because you know what it is now. It's not. They don't even wait till the weekend now. They go out yeah. on the Tuesday night and the Wednesday I, night. I think that's the painful part. Is we're here under so many different restrictions and regulations, and um, they forgot about COVID. I know. <laughs> I know what like females, like Arab females, go through now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is what Arab females always go through. Yeah, dad gives them a little bit of money and then they give them a curfew and it's all right. Yeah. Restrictions. You can't go past the (laughs) five kilometers. You can't go past five kilometers. That's why, like, the furthest they'll go is, like, No hanging out with anyone. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why the first they go is, like, Penny Black because you've got to be home by midnight. And that place closes, like, 1 a.m. anyway. There's no going clubbing, Habibs. So, guys, yeah. like, uh, in the meantime, just try to find something proactive to do. Uh, keep your hobbies Don't get into close. a relationship, though. Yeah, don't get that's into not a pro- That's not a proactive <laughs> thing to do. Let me just put <laughs> that out there. Getting into a relationship is not a proactive choice to make during this lockdown. If anything, you stay even further away. Because you know what it is? A lot of us are, um, we've seen this with a lot of people. Uh, so many people, because you're at home, bored, online, majority of the day, you know, you, you tend to flirt with people. Like, people that you normally wouldn't give the time of the day for is, is the response I'm going to go for. I've seen some questionable friends talking to some questionable people, mm. and like they're they're digging themselves a hole. Yeah, but everybody just wants a little bit of loving, bro. Everybody's getting sick of seeing the same people in their own household. They just like let me talk Are to you anyone directly telling me nah, not nah, to nah, come nah. over anymore. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know uh, what? No, but hold on. Like we we've gotten a lot of requests as well to talk about like health and fitness and and like how to stay motivated during these things. Uh, so what you need to, to do the wrong is podcast. you need to get yourself yeah. a three milliliter injection of oil. <laughs> you mix uh, what was that one one point six trend? All right, Omer's banned. Om- Omer's banned from <laughs> point three <laughs> tests. Bro, you're talking about steroids. <laughs> On this podcast <laughs> that yeah. other people are going to be listening uh, to. It's all a part of a nutritional breakfast diet. Yeah, nobody must know you're doing steroids. That's the first rule about steroids. Oh, so sorry. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, Lord. Uh, but stay motivated, everyone. Uh, make sure, you know, you, you find like a healthy habit. Get out of that routine of staying up really late. Wake up a little bit early. Go out for a walk. Just try to be really proactive. Again, I'm convincing myself. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I'm not going to lie, guys. It sounds like he's talking to himself I because am. he's a... <laughs> I, I can't take it anymore, man. I can't take this. Oh, two more weeks. Two more weeks. What time, do you, what time do you normally go to sleep? Anyways. Um, yeah, you know, what time do you normally go to sleep? <laughs> hey, man. I'm a late thinker. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what it is. Today's topics. We're going to be talking about, um, like, you know, mental health, uh, men's mental health. 
But also we found a list of like 39 things that women will just never understand about men. We're going to knock off that list. Wow, that, that, that sounds list. like a big list. It is, but we're going to just like skim through it. <laughs> I haven't seen the list. I want to hear it. I haven't even seen the list. I've got a few things that I might want to add myself. Um, let's just start off by talking that uh, like men's mental health right now isn't a joke. It is a really serious thing because men do get depressed. They do have eating disorders. They have a, a higher suicide rate than women. Yeah, I think that falls down to the fact that we don't, uh, you know, we don't internal like we. I was we do internalize everything. Yeah. Especially, like, I guess for us, it's okay, but like, I think this is more for people who, like, if you're listening, your father would be the more at-risk person about this. You know, work, for some of them, they might have lost their jobs, they might have been made redundant. You know, some of them are just uh, at home, they don't know what to do, they're really stressed out because they can see everyone else is stressed out around them as well. Mm. You know, it's like everything gets redirected to that one main figure at the house. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And absolutely. they just, ha- they have to take the brunt of it all. And then, like, majority of the time, it falls under the father. With the general roles that we do have, like, traditional general roles, it falls under the father. Yeah. yeah. And, and now with the younger generation as well, like, these guys that are in uni don't know where the life is going to take them. Uh, on top of that, they, they're in abusive relationships, some of them. Um, because, like, if a guy is getting abused, it's always a joke. It's never like, a serious thing. Um, well, I think we don't realise that it's, it's actually abuse. Yeah. Like if you turn around to a yeah, I'm not gonna get into that one. No, no, no. Like we we have we have a couple of examples of like females, a couple, um, and and they just question everything about their partner, especially the the male equivalent, to the point where the guy starts formulating all these insecurities about himself, feeling that he's not man enough to be in this relationship. Um, even signs of like girls cheating on a guy, but he won't see it because to him he'll always be the problem. I think we can have a whole segment on like uh, cheating. On, like we definitely can. Yeah, yeah, we definitely can. Uh, so signs, if, I guess. Little if our listeners are out there and they want to know about like red flags and signs of cheating, let us yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Red flags on specifically if your partner's cheating or not. <laughs> <laughs> not that we proactively partake in this thing, but you know we've seen it for our friends. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. man, absolutely. Do you reckon patriarchy and like toxic masculinity like have screwed up like men's mental health? Guaranteed. And, um, and ask me why. Why? <laughs> why? 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 Because it, it almost uh, turns it into a joke. It almost turns the whole concept behind it into this like, yeah, this whole fecal man where it's like, oh yeah, toxic masculinity. Because the term toxic masculinity has been taken so far out of context now. Any, si- it's to a point where it sounds like to be a like to express that you're a man is considered to be toxic, mm. which it really isn't. It doesn't mean toxic masculinity is more about whether those uh, the masculine or those traits that they're expecting you to show you know, um, affects your mental health because it suppresses other things. Like, you know, for example, men, men aren't allowed to cry. I'm not allowed to cry, supposedly. Yeah, yeah supposedly. If my, if my dad told me, turned around to, and told me that, you know, men shouldn't be crying, you can't cry. Or mm. like if society turned around to and said, no, how dare you cry? Then that's toxic masculinity. Mm. But to, for, for me to say as a male, I should have a strong character, I'd be, you can't turn around and say that's toxic. That's just me exhibiting, or that's me wanting to exhibit a strong leadership on a strong character. But it's just in such a way where it's like, yeah, if a man does tr- show that he's trying to be strong in character, it's a sign of toxic masculinity to a certain degree, which is, I, I don't really agree with it. Yeah, there was a tweet I read um, from Absurd, uh, yeah, Absurd uh, Words, and he said, uh, so when boys cry out, I'm hurt, in a world where they feel men telling them that to do so diminishes their masculinity, and they feel women are telling them that their pain isn't prioritised. It does not leave much practical space. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's nailing the head on that one. You can't really argue with that one. You really can't argue with that one because um, 
it's not a priority for for the females out there and for men it's like all right well can you like can you say like uh, from our school from our schools from our circles specifically yeah like we're, we're surrounded by a lot of arabs mm-hmm. yeah like mm-hmm. they're meant to be supposedly the most toxic of masculine people as well because yeah just look at the way they behave yeah. look at the thing they do yeah i can count with my thing like i can count almost every single one of my arab they friends are the most sensitive oh my god they are the most i i have to like tread on ice when i'm talking to because you yeah. can easily offend an arab that's why they're always so ready to fight because they're yeah. always so easily offended <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're you know what they're like they're like the really modern hardcore ultra feminists yeah, where, where they only know two emotions, happiness and anger. There's no There is no happiness, but it's content, <laughs> like borderline content and, you know, offence. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on move to the on. list. All right, here we go. So 39 things women will just never understand. Mm-hmm. The first one, men always have to make the first move. I'll guarantee it. I swear to you know what? I had an interaction with a, uh, a female listener of ours. Well, she's a friend as well. Like uh, I told you about this one where she... She asked me out on a date. Yeah. And she's like, it's by far the, the scariest thing I've ever had to do. Wow. And I'm like, okay, that's not living a very interesting life, number one, to begin with. But yeah. number two, like, props to you for even doing it because I know the modern expectation is that other men still have to do it, even though, like, now we're all about equality. Mm. But we're not about equality. Yeah, well, no, we're not because, because <laughs> yeah. if you ask a girl out there, hey, would you ever ask a guy out, their answer is always going to be like, no, that's so weird. Because um, they he like should have the confidence and the bravery to come approach me. I don't think it's just that. I think <laughs> it's because they feel like they have to put their pride aside to a certain degree to come and ask a person and because they're afraid of rejection. That's what I was going to say. I was just going to say this is just a backpedal for them because yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't want to handle that kind of rejection. But hey, guys go through it every single day. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. We, we, yeah, we, we do go through it every single day. Which I is can single-handedly still remember all of my rejections and it taunts me sometimes. Like, I was like, wow, I can't believe it. Sometimes. Yeah, it all the time, still all taunts the time. me. Sometimes I'll be sitting watching TV and I'll just like remember PTSD. about that one person that rejected yeah, yeah, me. Yeah. I was like, God damn it. That's <laughs> <laughs> I see you just going to like a little epileptic fit on the side of the Fucking That's hard, man. Do you remember? How about like when you ask out a girl at high school and she rejects you? And everyone knows now. Oh. Everyone, everyone knows. Because obviously, like, word gets around. She tells her friends before she turns the corner back around. And, like, you know, it's just, it's a sad time, man. Have you ever, like, <laughs> have you ever not hit on a girl and she still approached you and rejected you anyways? It's never happened to me, <laughs> but I'm just saying. I'm just uh, saying I it's need, out there. No, no, I think we need some more elaboration on whatever that, what does that mean? Um... Yeah, nah, maybe, you know what, on maybe, next if, episode. maybe on the next episode <laughs> we'll talk about that one. All right, so men making the first move. Uh-huh, they uh-huh. don't get, women just don't get how difficult it is. Uh, dude, and you know what, females, it's a very attractive trait to, for you to make the first move. Absolutely. Yeah. So and I'm not going to lie, bro, we're in isolation. Most men are going to say yes. All men are going to say yes. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> I think there was like a mad quote on this trashy TV show that I, I've been watching recently as well. It's called uh, X on the Beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she was saying like persistence is the forefront, the, like the rundown of resistance or something like that. So if like someone says no, you res- you keep persisting and persisting. Wow. And you break them down until they say yes. That just sounds like an <laughs> Arab guy just going at it. Uh, yeah, at, at a nightclub. Yeah, 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 yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, next one. Um, how utterly socially alone we are sometimes. Sometimes. Time. I'm always left with my thoughts at home. No, but hear me out. Like, uh, especially with women as well. Like, most women have many friends that they could call on. Oh, in a oh, second. oh, oh. So sorry to cut you into this. Right, if right. you got a phone call from me, 
Yeah. Would you, what would you think straight away? I'm, I'm after something. Yeah. If I called you and I'm like, hey, how are you? Yeah, I'm like, what do you want? Yeah, exactly yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So is it? It's weird for a man to call another man to be like, how how you do? How do you it want is. to talk? If I get a phone call from any guy on like my contact list, I just know he wants something. It, yeah, that's it. I, yeah. I think that, that's what falls perfect. I just thought of that one when you yeah. said that as well. Yeah, very rarely would I get someone to call me and be like, hey, like, you want to just hang out? Even like when they hang out. Sometimes I'll be like, all right, maybe they're just looking for advice or looking for like a sense of, like there's something to it. They always want something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I can say- well, Is this how females feel? Like when guys call them, like, oh, what just wants, he, what's he yeah, want? He just wants something from me. Just wants a booty call. It depends on the hour of the night that mm. he's calling, obviously. Apparently, yeah. apparently, I recently found out anything that's past like midnight is, is like a it's, it's bad intention type of thing. So if you message a girl after if midnight- it's past 10 o'clock, it's- <laughs> but, but like- I'm a jiddo, like I'm a grandpa, I'm a hermit. By yeah, twelve, I'm well. in bed anyway. So like, if I'm messaging you, it's mainly to ask for something, or like, I mean, like something hot, something hot. Bro, if <laughs> I message you, if I message you right now, okay, and and you reply back to me at like nine a.m., but I messaged you at midnight, mm. that you're talking to a different person. Now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're talking to what person? Yeah. Like clarity? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yesterday, that was that was T. Uh, this morning, it's two feet. <laughs> uh, as my mum would call it, Tafik. It's a different guy. Different guy. <sighs> All right, now, but let's, let's talk about the socially alone sometimes because girls just don't get that. Yeah, we don't. We don't exactly call our mates and like provide them deep emotional support. Uh, no, it I can say with my closest five friends, it's call my mates. They ask me what girl I'm talking to right now. I t- I ask them what girl they're talking to right now, and the conversation is so like, when are you like, what are you gonna do with this girl? What are your yeah. intentions with this girl? And then. Does she have friends? So it's pretty much just locker room talk. It's not like, hey, man, how's the relationship kind of treating you? Yeah. And, and not only that, I think, like, even if you do have conversations with guys and they're deep and meaningful and you guys talk about your feelings and whatnot, you'll always feel awkward. And on top of that, the guy listening to it will feel awkward. And then you'll both just, like, look at each other and be like, oh, we don't really know what to say in these kind of situations. Yeah, I haven't been taught what to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's hard, man. That's why, yeah, like women, talk to your men out there. Because Lord knows the other boys aren't going to do it. No, nah, definitely yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. All right, another one. Here we go. Men live in a world where you are constantly unwanted, rejected, and outright feared just for existing. Wow, this took like a dark Excuse <laughs> Who wrote this? Yeah, wow. Uh, this know. is from Thought Catalog. Amazing. There was um, this quote where it's like, uh, love for a woman and a child is unconditional. So if the woman comes with no money, no nothing, people will still love her. Yeah. And I'm saying if like a child comes with like no money, no status, nothing, no benefits, they are still loved. But if a man comes with no money, no benefits, no security, no nothing, then that per- that man will not be loved. I gotta find that quote because. No, that's I I can agree with that. I can definitely agree with that, man. I mean, think about like if a girl has no job, nobody's really giving her a hard time. But if a guy, especially a guy in a relationship, and he's unemployed. Man, there is pressure from both sides of family, from the chick itself, and oh yeah, it's and rid- pressure on himself because he just feels like he's a burden. Yeah, like as a male, uh, it's unfortunate. But like I think it's the traditional gender roles that are still in fact like in play here. You have to have the job, you know. You have to, and the thing is, like it's, which is fair enough. Like you provide okay. the security, you provide the safety. Well, the if your missus turned around to you and said, "I want you to be a house husband," how would you feel about that? Are you making how much money are you making? That's what if she's making enough for you to survive, I guess. And give me an apron and call me Papa because <laughs> I'm a stay at home. 
Oh, man. Are you serious, man? Like, you need to turn, nah, I'd, I'd still probably want to have my ambition, something to do, bro, because, like, after this lockdown, I don't think I want to be at home ever again for the rest of my life. Uh, not bad, man. <laughs> not bad. I, I don't mind it. Hold on, man. We're moving on. Number okay, move on. Number four. Oh, yeah, okay. Women constantly attack us, and we're not allowed to complain. I don't think they're directly in attack, but they're indirectly attack. And the thing is, when I say indirectly, I don't think they even realize that they're attacking. Like, like a form of attack could be anything that's making you feel uncomfortable or feel pressure to do something. So, you know, for example, if you're um, dating. See, this is something where, like, if you're dating and you make the mistake of getting engaged, engagements, like boys engagement you can't in the back of your mind if you think i'm going to get engaged and stay engaged for two years that's just that's not happening right there mm. the second you get engaged there's going to be like a there's going to be external pressures aka your missus and her parents uh mm. on when to set a date for the wedding and if you turn around to them and be like yeah i want three years where we're engaged they're just going to turn around to you and be like oh yeah you want three years where you're engaged to my daughter and you're not married to my daughter mm. you're dreaming Mm-mm. and then that's the thing I don't think that's where we were going with that. Oh, okay. That's um, a good point. That's to touch a, up sorry, on. I'm just. I think we were talking about like the. Uh, I'm just talking about my own struggles that I used to face. I remember like how girls give guys like nasty, mean looks. They 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 do a lot of jokes, jabs, and other subtle ways of like women attack guys. And on top of that, you you can't complain about it. Society forces you. To, you know, it's not for you to complain about. Yeah, okay. I can agree with that. That's uh, All right, give me an example. But do you have an example of like the way girls? Like, girls automatically assume because you're a guy, you're just dumb. <sighs> I think um, we have different types of humour. Ah, I got the quote. Sorry, I was actually on the laptop looking for the quote. It's from Chris Rock, where he's like, only women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally. A man is only loved under the condition that he provides something. Yes. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just a burden. Yeah, oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, well, yeah, we're not there for emotional support, apparently. So, nah. yeah, yeah, that's fair. What was the topic before? What were you we saying? What examples did you want? Man, you, you know what? I'm moving on, bro, because you don't even listen to what I I'm say. So, oh, okay, see, so, uh, now I feel like... It's how you said it. <laughs> <laughs> As a man, you have absolutely no implicit value. That's what we just talked about. Had you just stayed for the list, it would have came up. <laughs> So this sort of silent expectation, it's a difficult thing to articulate, but it's basically, it boils down to a sense of carrying everyday weight on one's shoulders um, and in the absence of recognition or validation. Yeah, look at this way, um, I don't know, like everyday weight. Do you think, like, I, I know for a fact this happens with our parents, like with our, with our fathers, and I can say with like my uh, ex-relationship, it was sort of like this as well. Can you imagine your missus being on top of the house bills and like being able to go pay the house bills? And afraid that half of these half of these girls are afraid to call a doctor and make a doctor's appointment by themselves. Now. And I know it's a fact because I kept seeing memes no, about it by the girls as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like daily pressures are all that. on like the man. Yeah. Like I can say from our household, like it's all it's it's the, it's my dad. He pays the bills. He does all this. But that's different because my mum obviously came from overseas. And it comes down to culture as well. Yeah, absolutely. It does come. We I think we live in a culture now, especially in an age where it it's really spread out. Uh, I think guys and girls are kind of like learning that, hey, you know, it's a two-way street. Yeah, but which uh, of that two-way street are the females still expected to be the ones that remember when the insurance is due, remember when the bills are meant to be paid, remember all that type yeah, of stuff? Yeah, some, some do, man, some do. But The ones that, that are alone. Yeah, the ones that the are, ones are independent and yeah. the ones, that, yeah, the ones that, have, uh, that have actually grown up and have been through like a couple of heartbreaks to be like, wait a second, I kind of need to take care of myself. Hold right on now. a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're talking about the average girl from the London suburbs here. 
But let's talk about something that, for example, uh, what other thing do you carry? I, I know for a fact that, for example, something that I carry on my shoulders is like if I know I'm going to get married, I know I'm going to have to like pay up majority of it. If not all. We were having this discussion two nights ago. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is why I don't think like. Oh. That's like weight. Weight yeah, you have to carry. Now, obviously, some females can argue like, no, that's not the case. But I know if you're a guy listening to this, you're like, yeah, damn, he's, he's speaking facts. Oh, yeah. You yeah. expect. It's like a un, it's an unexpected thing, though, because you know why? If you don't, you're going to. And like as a male, you'll, you'll think about this as well. You're going to have the in-laws always on the back of their head be like, this dropkick couldn't even pay for majority of the wedding. Mm. And on top of that, you're going to have your missus in the background be like, he couldn't even give me the one day that I wanted. No, it's, I just wanted one day for myself where everything that I wanted can happen and he couldn't even give me that. Yeah, and, and they're not doing it out of like pettiness or anything. I think they're just doing it because they feel like you should be more organised or you're expected to be a bit more structured or like you had all this time to prepare yeah. No, no, we did not. Linda, listen, Linda. I think you understand, especially oh, with like our lifestyle here, for example. If you, if you live in a Western country and oh. you're expected to socialize and you're expected to go uni and still hold a job and you want me to still save up for like a 50K wedding, all right, chill, Fatima. Brother, <laughs> Fatum, Aisha, let me just tell you something right now. I'm paying 32 cents on a dollar to taxes. Yeah. Absolutely. So don't think that I've got the money. F- I don't have the facilities for this man. Let me um, let me throw in another spanner in the works here, right? Uh, when you ask someone like, "Hey, what do you do?" Especially a guy. Oh, here we go. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. When you ask him like, "Hey, what do you do?" <laughs> Wait, am I the female asking? Hey, what do I do? Or, or another bloke asking, yeah, "What do you do?" You're a female. Oh, well, actually, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Nah, you're a female. You're a female. You're asking another bloke, "Hey, like, what do you do?" Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Are you not automatically just putting a value on, like on what he does? On what he does? Yeah, yeah, guaranteed. Like, oh, he's only. That's why you know when a, I used to go a Coles employee, <laughs> <laughs> like a sales manager. Yeah, but see, like they're idiots. They don't know Coles. Like managers get over a hundred k a year. Yeah. Yeah. How many times do you hear females lead with his profession when you ask him about the guy? Oh yeah, guaranteed. A lot. Oh, oh he's God, a he's a lawyer. He's, he's, like he's a lawyer. Yeah, he's a yeah, lawyer. He's doing biomed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he's in business. He's going to start up his own company. Tupperware <laughs> <laughs> containership. And that's why a lot of guys get pressured into like these shitty uni degrees that they don't want to do. Oh, guaranteed. But the thing is, you know, one thing um, I, I experienced this when I actually went out. <sighs> so a girl came up to me and she's like, what do you, what do, you do for, for a living? Mm. And um, like, oh, I'm a teacher. You know her response was? She's like, oh, like, aren't you on, like, 35 grand a year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Because uh, she's putting a value on you. Not I'm about the value on you. I'm like, bro, are you retarded? Yeah, like, yeah. Wha- well, look, she's not the brightest tool in the shed. But. You know what it is? And, like, this is, um, it's because, you know, in America? Yeah. And obviously all Hollywood movies are, like, American movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The poor fellas, like, the poor teachers in America, that's basically what they get paid. Yeah, because they have majority of public schooling. Yeah. yeah. So, like, they're getting paid peanuts. Yeah. Whereas over here, I, like, I'm glad because as a teacher, you start off getting paid more than a lawyer does. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. More than an accountant, though. No, it's a misconception, man. And, like, back then... Brother, job, and I get job, 12 weeks of holidays a year. Bro, job titles now don't mean the same as anything. Like, if, if if I could go back, I'd probably be a tradie because there is more money in it. And if, if I was <laughs> to But get, look at your delicate hands, Tuffy. Yeah, I know. I don't look, know if you can... <laughs> no, nah, I'd be a sparky. Yeah, I was going like, to say, I don't <laughs> think you really have the... Yeah, I don't, oh, wow. Evan, did you hear that? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Evan, no, did no, you hear what he just said? What I meant to say was, I just, like, I don't have the physique. 
uh, just going to okay. be like carrying logs all day. Uh, the lack of the lack of carbs is what you're referring to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always got to always got to talk bad about myself to redeem it. No, um, look, I can understand the whole trading thing, but like, like my, as as my father was saying, like if you do whatever you want, like be a tradie, but just aim to be the boss of that company rather than just another tradesman in that company. You know, like if you're going to be a a, a cleaner, mm-hmm. why don't you own the cleaning company? Yeah, there's different ways of doing it. You just, just go with your passion. But bro, you don't need, like I can. I remember Crazy John. For anyone who remembers who Crazy John was, like this guy was. Uh, we're going to be off topic here, but this guy was a university dropout. He was friends with my old man at the time, and when he told my old man I'm dropping out of uni, my dad looked at him like you're crazy. Why, why would you drop? And now the guy when he passed away, amazing. The guy when he passed away, he basically mm. was worth three hundred million dollars, like as a personal uh, thing asset. So, mm. it, it, like you know, just go for whatever you want, man. So many of our friends have just gone and done their own thing. Yeah, yeah, man. It's it's a lot smarter, but I think that's a lot of pressure that that goes against guys. All right, how about this? The constant absence of romance. It's number six on the list. Constant absence of romance is it? Bec- yeah. You know why? I think it's because we're expected to be the romantic one, not to receive the romance. Is that what it is? Um, I think it's more along the lines of. Uh, many men can go many years with the certainty that no woman is thinking of them romantically and many even with open disgust. Is that because women don't give us the romance and we're expected to give the romance yeah, back? I yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because it is... Well, remember when you saw like, when you go on a date, who normally is the one that has to make the plans for it? Or who has to initiate it? And who's the one who's expected to like make everything Obviously happen? Obviously you, because you're the guy. Yeah, well... Yeah. So uh, am I being shown romance or am I showing romance? Well, I'm a big show romance. Why yeah. don't you, you know, like when I was in my life, <laughs> this is an argument that I used to actually have with, uh, in, in like the last relationship that I had, where I was just like, fair enough, I'm happy to take the lead. But you know what? Once in a while, I want to be woken up to a message being like, hey, Omar, like today we're going to meet up and I'm going to take you out somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that falls, falls to the female as well. But some girls, you guys, you guys do this a bit too much. You know? It just becomes controlling. Just a little <laughs> bit too much. Like, it's good once in a while. <laughs> no, look, I like it. I like it. Other times, it's like, yeah, I can't wait to spend time. But see, there's place. different types of romance as well. Like, I used to have one where I'd li- like, they said, we used to have face mask day. Mm. Man, face mask day was the bomb. Like, well, that was a shit. My skin was like a baby's ass by the end of days. And, you know, like now I'm looking at my skin, I'm like, it's just not the same anymore. Because she used to lie you down. She used to give you uh, the, the, she used to put the facial on. She'd come back in 10 minutes, take the facial off, put a face mask on you, and you walk out of that place looking fresh, sleek. Now I know why women do it all the time. Wow. Mm. Wow, 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 wow. I'm wow. sorry, it's not very masculine of me to say so, but. Wow. No, I too enjoy skincare Thank routines. Thank you. I'm not going to lie, when we first started, the boys were, in essence, snaps with the boys, everyone <laughs> used to be like, what the hell is going on? And now every single one of the boys do it. Yeah, but man. Like, does it. No man does it. I'm, not a you crime. <laughs> I'm calling you out. I have an entire routine for my skin. Um, yeah, it, I'm ashamed to say I've got. It, now I've got like three hundred dollars worth of skincare products at home. Before it used to just be put a wash my face in the morning. You know what, man? Let's let's okay. Let's we're gonna, we're gonna stop the list for a sec because I I gotta talk about something. Yeah, mm. and, and these are things that we're ridiculed on as a guy, but it really does make sense. So, for example, like guys who shave like their arms and their legs. <laughs> All right, now hear me out, man. Hear me out. Why is that like a bad thing? Why is that? Why is that ridiculed on? Why are you shaving your arms and your legs? Exactly, but like, why is that? Is that funny? Like, if I'm gonna shave my chest, what's the difference of like shaving the extra hairs? Is what there if like I want to get tanned, or like I've got an aesthetic physique and like hair kind of like hides away from the. Aesthetics? I think you have to shave it 
if you know when you shave your chest, as you say, mm-hmm. if there's like a if it looks like you're wearing a singlet on just your chest area and like your arms are so hairy as well where it like you know if so it blends what am I in supposed to trim because it to like a certain point no nah, because like if you look at my like say for example if I got rid of my chest hair my arm hair is like is basically nothing there because like genetically I just don't have a lot of body hair yeah so like for me I wouldn't look at it but I'm guess I'm saying like if you're someone who's got thick chest hair and thick arm hair and like shoulder hair and you only shave your chest and it looks like you're wearing a suit like a vest yeah and like you've got like this sh- shoulder blades of hair coming out then you shave it all off that's completely fine but, but I should have shaved my legs. What do you need to shave your legs for? The only time anyone would... Uh, it makes me feel good about myself. Then do it. All right. There you go. But you see how it started off as like a joke? I'm like, oh, that's what I mean. This, yeah. is, this, is, this, is, this is the struggles that you grow up with. Oh, bro. How many, sh- how many blades did you have to go through for that? A lot. Yeah. a lot. It's a lot of effort. That's why like when, when you do it and then somebody laughs and you're like, bro, you know that took me like six hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much moisturizer I had to go through, bro? Um, Do you use like shaving cream for all that, or is it moisturizer that you just? Shaving make? cream is just a mess. Bro. I don't think I've it ever sucks. used like, shaving cream. It's so trash. You can. Oh, just Why don't you use like the Nair hair removal? Look, man, this isn't what we're going to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast. I was just trying to make a point. All right. Another thing that we, another thing like you mentioned before, like the skincare routine, yeah, um, yeah. even like dressing nice. Like, you, as a guy, you get ready, like ridiculed if you if you dress too nice. Oh, hey, bro, where do you think you're going? Oh, too fancy for us, are you? Uh, these are these are actual. These are actual. No, no, but you know what it is. Yeah, but I think it depends on the context. Like, if you're, for example, going out for a, a ice cream with the guys, like you're going out for a dessert somewhere with the guys, majority of the guys will be like, yeah, that's the time where I have to put minimal effort in because the intention is for me to just spend time with the blokes. Mm-hmm. And then if you have one guy coming up with his, you know, LV. Uh, bum bags and his, you know, latest outfit, and you're just looking at him and like, for the love of God, man, you know, we're going to buy ice, we're going to get ice cream. But if you're going out for a dinner, and like if you're going out to a social setting, then obviously you're expected to dress up. I get that, man. I, I think I think like women go through that too. But they do. That's what I mean. They 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 don't they will lie and compliment each other. But they're thinking, well, I can't believe this chick came dressed all nice, and I'm wearing my udi and my flip flops, and uh, and now I look like the duff <laughs> friend, <laughs> the designated <laughs> ugly fat friend. I just found out what that was a few days ago. Who was the one that was telling us about being a duff uh, friend? Michelle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> The list I goes on. I didn't know what the. Oh yeah, keep it. The list goes on. Uh, when a little boy falls down, we tell him to stop crying, and get up, and go play. I'm uh, pretty sure he tells everyone about. though. Yeah, this is. Uh, yeah, yeah. How about receding hairlines? Well, that's a struggle that men go through. I don't think women understand. Man, every man out here has a receding hairline now. Yeah, yeah, I, it's bad out here, man. I think it's like the whole. Uh, I'm gonna guess it's all the hormones that we've been having. Maybe. And like Most the food likely. and everything. Our genetics as well, and like um, play a huge factor to it. Yeah, apparently the more t- testosterone you have, the more likely you'll more to go likely. bold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is How that what it is? That yeah, like testosterone is responsible for our hair growth and also our hair our loss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think the hair relocates from the top of your head to your shoulders. Yeah, so girls, you, you guys, you guys don't. I mean, yeah, sure. You guys uh, have like body insecurities, whether or not you feel like you're overweight, or whether or not you feel like you're too skinny, or you don't have like certain mass in certain areas that Mm -hmm. you want them to be a bit more plump but for a guy like it's even worse like we don't get makeup yeah if you're ugly you're you're done yeah (laughs) bro what makeup you gonna put on right and if you're short you're done (laughs) if you don't have a beard hey guess what you're done 
Now I just feel personally attacked over here. Hey, you know what? Join the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we're, disca- we're talking with the, the girls a few nights ago mm. and they were making mention of uh, the Sydney Levos. Yeah. And like the Sydney Levos defining trait was their beards. Yeah, yeah. They've got nice beards. I love that. I can't believe that that was even mentioned as like a defining trait between for them to be considered as a as a good person or like a, an attractive person. Yeah, it is, bro. And we've we know a lot of people that are attracted to like Sydney Lebos and, and things like that. Oh, bro, can I call them out? <laughs> <laughs> and they don't even care if they open their mouth and they're just dumb as a rock. But they hope they're dumb as a rock because they're, they're easy to control when they're dumb as a rock. Yeah. That's yeah. That's, uh, that's what, well. Don't get men do the same thing too. You look for a dumb girl. Easy right, how control. about this? We don't get complimented on our looks. And you know what? We don't take compliments on our looks well. Because we you do. said to yourself, usually says when you, if your mister tells you that you look good in a photo that you don't think you don't, you look good in. Yeah, you I don't think, take it. You I don't like, think yeah, yeah, maybe she actually thinks that you look good. She genuinely probably does, bro. But I just probably don't believe it. And then we hate girls when we tell them they're beautiful and they yeah, tell us. That's here's the lie. thing, man. Like, how many girls compliment you? I get more compliments from guys than I've ever done from any sort of female. Guaranteed. And you know what? I feel like Guaranteed. the guys' ones are, are very genuine. Yeah, you know what's yeah. weirdest? All right, what's the weirdest compliment you've ever received? Uh you. you yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you want me to mention no, that Yeah, tell him. Tell Amazing. Him. So for those of you who don't know, I've got hawk-like hands. <laughs> I've got very, very soft hands. He, he, literally, it's like shaking hands <laughs> with like a newborn baby. Like, they're just so soft. Okay. So And, and the compliments were, yeah, like, what were the compliments? I wish I can get a girl with your hands, Omi. That was mm. the compliment. For what purpose? See, for, this is the disturbing I use your part. imagination. <laughs> Use your imagination. So I was, you know what? I was in year seven. I was in year six, and my brother was in year year eleven. And I, okay, story time. So I was in year six, and my brother was in year eleven. At our school in year six, you're in a secondary campus. Um, so what happened is after school, I went. With, we walk home with my older brother. So I met up with him and his mates in front of the school. And as always, like I go, I shake their hand, and I remember one of them. I'm not gonna call his name out because I know his younger brother listens to this. He shook my hand. And then, like, he turned my palm over and, like, he started stroking the inside of my palm. <laughs> and then, I sh- mind you, like, I'm 12 years old right now. Mm. So he turns around to the guy and is like, if I could have one hand that will just, you know... Handle pleasure, me. Yeah, play, handle me with care. Like, it will be this hand right here. He's like, you don't need moisturizer for this hand. You really don't, man. You really don't. Well, thank you. But, like, Jesus, man, it's a, it's, I'm a 12-year-old. Yeah, you get, you get some time. weird compliments, man. Like, I, I've gotten the same compliment from, like, different guys. And it's like... What like, compliment did they normally give you? What's your, what's your one? My compliment? Yeah. Um, like, just regular compliments. Like, hey, bro, like, you're, you're good-looking. You know, hey, you're looking, you're looking pretty big. They're just like standard mm. guy compliments. But the weirdest ones is like from guys that I wouldn't really know. And then like I'll be at the gym. They'll come up to me and I'm like, hey, bro, like, you know, if I was a girl, I'd sleep with you. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, thanks, man. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's All you're telling me is if you're a girl, you're very easy. But yeah, <laughs> like, geez, man. Like, I don't know what to take that. Was it Fred? <laughs> was it? <laughs> what was your name again? So, uh, so you get some weird compliments, but you don't get too many compliments from girls because if, again, if you get a compliment from a girl... I think the only time you'll get a compliment from a girl is if she wants you. No. 
See, that's where you're wrong. Nah, but like, I know you're, you're going to say she's going to play the whole heart to get type of thing. I feel like you'll get more compliments out of girls that don't like you. And you'll get more ingenuine compliments. The compliments that you know are just garbage. Where she's like, oh, you look so good here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've heard that maybe, one. Maybe keep that compliment. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. <laughs> or like, you know, they'll give you a compliment. Um, and then when you like try to accept the compliment, be like, all right, don't grow ahead, yeah? Hey, you're the one that gave me the compliment. That Let just me at least me, enjoy it. That just tells me you talk to a lot of Arab girls. Uh, I really don't. No, yeah. no not anymore. Oh, not anymore. Obviously, <laughs> not anymore. Yeah, yeah. Nothing's wrong. We're just quiet. I love this one. <sighs> this one's a great one. This is number ten on the list. Yeah, that's because yeah, not <laughs> you know what it is. And ladies, I know you guys do this a lot. And please, for the love of God, stop doing it. And you know what? I know for a fact Turkish men do this a lot as well. I don't know about the Arab men. When they uh, like when they think something's going on, rather than addressing it there and then, they let it fester in their mind, and they let it grow and grow and grow. Like if they if they think their partner was a bit off tonight, they wouldn't yeah. address it then and there. They'd be like, mm, you know what? I'm just not going to say anything. And then they'll go home, and then you know they're the partner's asleep, so they can't even message the partner anymore. <laughs> Bro, you just and explained then- every relationship <laughs> ever. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's just like, oh, I wonder if it was because of this reason. And then I wonder if it was because of that reason. And then like it just festers. And by the time you wake up the next morning, your partner's pissed off at you and yeah. angry at you. And you don't know what you did. Yeah. And you're just like, what the hell? And it's just. But here's another thing. Like, while you guys are thinking of all those, uh, especially all those scenarios in your heads, a guy has this amazing ability where he could literally <sighs> stare into nothing, <laughs> just be quiet and not think about a single thing in the world. It's my favorite time of the day. It is. Like, <sighs> honestly, it's so good that sometimes we'll be sitting down. Oh, maybe we're thinking about other things, but the reality of it is we're just staring outside the window and we just don't know what is going on. You know what? Like with some um, men as well, we have this tendency where you put on a, a movie or a, or a thing and for this whole fact of just like tuning off. Yeah. My brother used to do this as well with, when he would go to sleep. He's like, I always put on a very boring movie. And you think to yourself, it's not even enjoyable. He's like, yeah, bro. It's like, for me to just like to just shut my mind off, and yeah. I just go to sleep like that. Remember our friend, uh, he was like, I was sitting by myself and like, he used to, uh, when he used to come home from work and when he was married, he's like, I used to sit by myself in my room and like play on my phone and like I'd be watching a YouTube video. Like for me, this is my time off. Like I'm enjoying myself. Absolutely. You just want your alone time. And his ex-wife would come into the room and be like, what are you doing in here? It's so weird that yeah. you're sitting here by yourself. Like come into the lounge room. Let's watch a movie together or something. And it's like, for the love of God, man. Yeah, let me, let me explain to you a love language that people don't know out there. Yeah? And, and it's alone time. Yeah. People just yeah, want their alone seriously. time. Guys, it's not that they, they don't like you anything less or they just don't want to spend time with you. It's just that we get... A recharge. Think of it as like our, our social battery just runs out and we need a recharge. Just like having some alone time, doing absolutely not. I can stay at home and just like watch random videos on YouTube all day. And I know it'll be fine because I don't have that responsibility to try and entertain you. I guarantee it. Because if you're a female and you're around me, I'm going to have to try and put something on that also entertains you. Something that... You won't then turn around and be like, oh my God, like, I can't believe you wasted the whole day. We sat around <laughs> doing nothing. You can't win either way. See, my, uh, I can say the best relationship that I know is my parents' relationship right now. And my parents' relationship is very simple, which is why it's so amazing. It's every single day they'll have like two or three hours where they don't even talk to each other. Wow. My dad's in one living room. My mom's in the other living room. They're watching their own individual shows. Mm. And the unity and like the, the love and the respect that these two have for each other is just like, that's what yeah, I want. Yeah, man, you just switch off. But like, can you imagine telling your partner in the same house, like, hey, I'm going to go to the other room. You stay in this room for like two or three hours. I'm going to watch a movie. You can do whatever you want here. And then like, I'll come back to you later on. 
Um, yeah. I just remembered a story, and I'm going to share it with everyone because I think they'll get a good laugh out of this. Oh, this one. All right, the story is this. Um, there was one time, like, a friend of ours, and he spoke to us recently, and he goes, um, I was watching TV one day, right, literally just watching TV, minding my own business, and I swear to you, just my missus just, like, looks at me. I can see her staring at me, and I turn around, like, yo, what's up? And she goes, <laughs> you win, all right? <laughs> you win. All right, it's simple. That's it. You win. And the guy's <laughs> looking at her like, what? <laughs> like, what? She was having her own argument in her head about something that happened like a week ago. And she decided to just think about it while they were watching TV and just be like, yeah, you win. <laughs> oh, and, that, and that kills oh. me, man. And that kills me. <laughs> because when we go quiet, we're not really thinking about things. But when yeah. I think it's because they expect us to be like them. When they go quiet, it means they're thinking of a lot of things. Something, yeah, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. It really is. Right, how about this? We suffer from gender stereotypes too. We suffer from gender Yeah, of course you do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Ah, that one's easy. Uh, we're always under pressure to be successful. Yes, yes. guaranteed. 100%. You, 100%. Everyone, yeah. Do you, have a, do you have a house ready? Bro, I barely have a room ready. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> it's an expectation now. You have to have your own house ready. It is. You have to have an established job. You have to have a house. You have to be independent. But like even with my parents, when we're talking about the whole marriage concept, it's just like, yeah, you should have a house ready. It's like, yeah, and like they help you proactively get ready for it, which is fantastic. But at the same time, it's like, man, like, why is there an expectation for me to have the house ready? If we're all about quality and we're all about, you know, being one and equal, I could turn around to my partner and be like, where's your house? It's an ego thing too, man. It's an ego thing because, like, you don't want to be stuck in an argument with a female and she's like, all right, leave. And you're like, shit, it's her house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was, what's, well, isn't that everything goes 50-50 once you get married? Oh, what do you, I have a question for you. Hey, can you place the microphone? Oh, sorry, mouth, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Prenup. What are, you, what are your thoughts on a prenup? <sighs> and moving swiftly on. <laughs> Honestly, man, it's, it's, it's tough, man. It's tough. But I think, you know what it is? The only reason I agree with prenups is from the likelihood that women can cheat. Because if women cheat, hear me out, if women <laughs> cheat, bro, and they get caught, and they still end up with half of everything you own. No, they don't, do they? I'd be no. You can fight it if you have proof and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, yeah. still, that's more effort for you to go through. And then she could still end up with everything, like half of everything you own. And and to me, I was like, damn, like that's gotta sting. That's uh, it. Just comes down to the whole dynamic. Look, if you have kids, prenup should never exist. But but let me put it to you this way: If would you find it disrespectful if someone came up to you <coughs> and they're like, I'm, I want you to sign a prenup, so I don't take half of everything? Yeah, that she owns. Yeah, I'd say, all right, that's fair enough. It's your shit. Like, I'm not going to – I don't want to take it anyway. So you're okay with – Prenups? Yeah. It depends how much money you make. <laughs> Look, there's a lot of variables, all right? Number oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number 14, it's hard to tell whether we're attractive to women. Yeah, yes. well, we had this conversation. We even had a poll about this, and the girls, yeah. like, man, the girls – it was like a 92% agreement rate where it's like, do men look more attractive in real life or online social media? Mm. And every single female – the only people that voted no were guys. Yeah, let me give you an insight as well. Other guys know when guys are attractive. Yeah, I guarantee. I, I can spot an attractive guy from like a mile away, all right? <laughs> but I think what frustrates me the most is when girls say a guy's attractive and then to me, I don't find him attractive. I'm like, really? Mm. Re- but I guess that frustrates women too. But is that man, a guy? We like some girls that are very questionable. To other girls? Yeah, and <laughs> girls are like, are you, are you serious? Yeah, but we like their personality. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
and I think I think that goes down for 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 girls as well. We 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 don't know as guys. We as as a girl, you know exactly what guys like. Can we make that really abundantly clear? Ah, uh, yeah, we do. All right. Whereas with guys, we still have like a bit of a misconception. We still think uh, it's like abs. It's to be shredded, to be tall. I you think gotta have a jawline because she's gonna just watch you chew your food. And <laughs> I think it's because. The, the the diversity of females' likes are so much more than men's. Like, as a male, mm. majority of the men will probably find the same girl attractive. You know, like, a large percentage of the population will find one girl attractive. Mm-hmm. Where you don't find that same... You don't find that same statistic with women, is what I would say. Like, if you were to present a, a female... Like, you know, for, for us, we have a few friends who are, like, jacked. Like, jacked to the shit. And you think to yourself, man, this guy should be getting any getting girl in every... Girls. And then you find out know. that, like, girls don't even find him attractive. Yeah, 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 it's a bit too much for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? That, 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 yeah and, like, that blew my mind. Me, yeah. When I heard that, that blew my mind. I'm like, what the hell does that even mean? Yeah, but, hey, don't we find, like, some girls that are, like, really into bodybuilding and, like, that's a bit too much for us as well? The steroid munches, yeah. But nah, even some without steroids, you're like, damn, bro. Like, that's that's more abs than I can. And I think it just comes down to like a, an ego thing. Like, if she's more shredded than you, you're gonna be like, yeah, that's not really for me. I think that's that's a thing. I think that's really a thing. I think why guys, especially, go for for like girls that they wouldn't usually go for, or like that are less attractive than them and whatnot. It's because they don't think they have the confidence to go for anything more than that. Mm. And I think girls fall under the same. And girls, they go, be like, oh, yeah, I like guys with dad bods, right? And I don't even care about what his physique are or not. It's because they think that they can secure a guy like that compared to a guy with, like, abs who's more likely to be getting a lot more attention Attention from other females. I think it's like the whole, uh, there was this quote, it's like, we... We settle for the love we think we deserve. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. I forgot where I got that quote from, but I remember that was stuck in the back of my mind. And I think that falls perfectly for this as well. Um, but like personally, I don't really, I don't really care about how Jack. There, there is like if I, if I look at her and her shoulder blades are popping out, and I'm like, yeah, she probably injects trend once a week. Then that's too much. But the whole powerlifter type of thing and like the whole shredded body, I'm not really too. Like, I don't, it's not a turn off for me, is what I should say. Oh, no, no, it's definitely, I'm not saying it's a turn off. I'm just saying that's like, it's not like you'd see that girl's profile and then approach her. Because that wouldn't usually be the type that you I think you're less like to approach her. Yeah, 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 I think so. I can guarantee you that one. Yeah, absolutely. If you feel like if any way she outweighs you in terms of aesthetics, uh, I think I'll approach her. And lifts? Like, if a girl can (laughs) outlift you, is that that a bit of a turn turn off for you? if her, you know, deadlifts, her squats, her, her bench. If her bench is more than me, I'm not surprised because my bench is terrible. But like, I mean, for everything else, well, they they really do outlift me, bro. Especially with squats or anything leg related. That's why, I like, I never train them legs. Yeah, <laughs> they're just never gonna work out. Uh, All right, what what we what, what we mean what we say. Yeah, because you know how it's like the whole if a male says something to you, it's it is what it is. There's no hidden meaning behind it. We don't sit there and we don't try like deciphering code, or we don't try sending our message through like a Morse code where you have to sit on the other side and decipher. Yeah, but but in saying that, we also say a lot of dumb shit. Yeah, because we're dumb people. Yeah, no, no, we like we say things we don't think about it. Like even though it has no meaning behind it and whatnot, but we also don't take it literal. Uh, I think you mean the fact that like because we say what we think. Yeah, it sometimes comes out. It comes offensive. out as offensive. Yeah. Whereas a female might not necessarily say what she thinks, but she'll like reword it in code. I'll, I'll give you a scenario. Hit me. All I right. feel like it's personal experience. That was smart. No, no, no. This is definitely not a personal experience. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> right. Say for example, we're sitting. Me and you. 
you're my uh, I'm your missus right now. Okay. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You did well for yourself. Yeah, I did very well right. for myself. I'm your missus right now and we're sitting down and you just out of your mind, we're in lockdown, all right? And you just say, Hey, I'm bored. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. You're bored because fair enough, you've been sitting at home, you haven't been going out, you haven't been seeing anyone, you're bored. Speaking your mind. Yep. As a female, I'm like, am I not entertaining enough? Oh, yeah, Allah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you get what I mean? Like, th- hear me out. Like, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, I would, as a, as a female, I'd be offended because it's like, damn, bro, like, I'm sitting right here. Like, am I not enough it's, you know, for your boredom? Yeah. Is it yeah, bringing yeah, back PTSD? It's, it's bringing back a lot. It's of bringing back yeah, PTSD yeah, because yeah. it happened to all of us. Yeah, yeah you can't, you can't, oh, man. When I actually, we say these I things, forgot. we don't mean it literal. Well, we do, but it has nothing to do with you. Clearly, <laughs> I've been single for a while now because I totally forgot about that feeling. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a thing, man. Yeah, yeah, is that mm, a thing? Holy a thing. shit, is that a thing? Mm, it's a, a lot of responsibility to be a man, that's true. Hey, we can be sexually harassed too. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, if Mehmet was here, I swear, on a party boat, man, we get harassed. We get, but you know what? No one harasses us as much as the gays do. Me and uh, oh yeah, mate, the gays oh. are relentless, bro. Wow. Like, hey, all power wow. for you for the determination, but seriously, like boundaries, um, man. Yeah, like, hey, like, I like the attention. I'm very flattered. Thank you. I don't like the physical attention. But yeah, though. maybe just don't touch me down there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, working as like a security guard at Chasers was probably like, the most petrifying experience of my life. Sometimes. Yeah, because I don't know if you've seen if you anyone here who who knows or ch- chases like a gay nightclub on Saturday nights. I got what's called known as Puff Tuff Night. <sighs> Just imagine three four hundred men. Mm. Without any tops, without any bottoms, they're just walking around, and like when they see a man, it's not like a hi, how are you? It's just like you grab them by yeah, the yeah, throat, yeah. Mm. and I've seen this happen where they grab you by the throat and they will like pull you and like they'll drag you across the wall and they will smack you against the wall, wow. and you're looking at them like, do I break up this fight? And then they just start hooking up with one another, yeah, and you're like ah, oh, so that's it's not a fight. Not a fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, bro, it's, it's so it's oh. a mating call. It's a meaningful. <laughs> but like with with girls, I you know, I know you guys go through it all the time and whatnot. But you know, as a guy, like yeah, our, our butts get smacked when we're on the streets too. Yeah, but I have a good butt. I enjoy getting smacked. That's. I'm not saying I don't enjoy <laughs> it. I'm just saying like, hey, we get sexually harassed too. The difference is we kind of like it. Okay. Why <laughs> uh, we always got to be the big spoon? And I don't mind being the. I don't the mind being big spoon. spoon. Little spoon. Oh, you don't mind being Little Spoon? Yeah, because you're a guy. You're always the big spoon. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. Look, that's fair. I'm just... I don't know. Little Spoon... You know what it is? It's because, like, if I'm there, like... Can she really get her shoulder, her arms around no, my she shoulders? Can't, but she feels like she's Arnold. She's like, yes, I get to be the big but spoon. I feel like I'm a, a ninja turtle. Yeah. It's got this little shell <laughs> that's <laughs> trying to <laughs> encompass my body, but can't make it past like my my torso to get below. <laughs> uh, They're all like these little fun size like things. A Pikachu. Bro. Yeah, bro. Like yeah, bro. They're like these little 155 centimeter little things walking around. How is this gonna make me feel cocoon safe? Oh, oh my god, well, this is it. Oh yeah, we can be thinking nothing at all or just some of the stupidest shit ever. That's true. Guaranteed. Every day. Uh, we, can, day. we can live our entire adult lives without receiving a single compliment from anybody. Wow. Ouch, man. You know wow. what? I can't That's true, dude. You know That's what? That's true. It's true, but I can say for me, I'm lucky. My parents, my older brother gasses me up. My older brother's like my biggest cheerleader. I'll walk past the house and he'll look at me like, oh, hot damn, like, what is this piece of meat walking around? Wow. I'm going to lie, it makes you feel good. <laughs> it's weird, but it makes you feel uh, good. Your brother's kind of sus, not gonna <laughs> lie. 
not gonna lie. But then again, I'm an only child, so I wouldn't I wouldn't know what that's like. Yeah, but you know, um, I was discussing. I just have to go back to Instagram to get the attention <laughs> that I that I want and deserve. Which now I can't do that anymore. So uh, yeah, it's nice losing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, nice. Yeah. Don't worry, you got to miss it. You don't uh, need else. We can be incredibly insecure about our looks. That's true. A thousand percent. Uh, that's true. Uh, here's the thing, man. Like guys can joke about it like all day long or whatever, but like your close guy mates aren't gonna joke about your insecurities. Yeah. If they yeah. know what it is. If they know what it is, especially like you know, if it, if it's something that you cannot change. Um, whereas girls, man, I, like, for example, I've gotten harassed more by females that are shorter than me about my own height. Bro, the amount of every single female that I like talk to that knows you. And if they want to insult you for them, it's just like, I'm going to either insult his height or his legs. Yeah. Like one of those two. And I'm like, okay, cool. But I can't come at you with anything else. Yeah. Because if you do, you're a pig. I'm, I'm an absolute, yeah, dog for coming out. Yeah. You're yeah. an absolute pig of a which, person. Which kills me because I'm like, all right, like I've, I've spoken to other people like around the world that have never even tried to joke about that. But it's always like the, the shorter females. Yeah, yeah, and, and the females that I don't even like, I'm not even close to <laughs> the audacity on some of these people. I think they just think because men don't openly say this is my insecurity, um, they just don't, they, they, they think that it's all right, I can say whatever I want. Like for a lot of men with the whole like receding hairline stuff, and you know, like if you're a bit pudgy and all that type of thing, I mean, that's insecurity, obviously. Mm. But like at the same time, because the men doesn't openly go around saying this is my insecurity, people are like, the women are like, okay, yeah, I can just call upon it. Yeah, and they automatically assume that you're already being roasted about it. So it's all and good. What's one more going to do? And you expect it to have yeah, tough skin. Of course, always, because you can't be sensitive. Hey, hey man, hey, don't, don't be a sook, emotion, yeah? yeah? Don't be a sook. <laughs> <laughs> we imagine saving the whole room from a crazed gunman. Yes, that's true. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Bro, all right, let me let me explain to you guys something, yeah? <laughs> there, I don't know. I do this a lot, okay? I personally, if I'm on, like, a public train or... I'm somewhere in a bank. I'm like, I want something exciting to happen. And I want to like be the hero in this scenario. Does that happen to you Bro, guys? It happens to every, well, it happens to me. So on a train, like I'm hoping something would happen. Like we went KFC yesterday. Right, we went KFC yesterday and this guy was like losing Why are you telling everyone we were meant to be on diet bro? Yeah, a cheat day. Cheat day. All right, and this guy was losing his, his shit at the uh, cashier. Oh, no way. Yeah, so... I was, I was in the car. But, like, I assessed the guy. I'm like, I can easily take this guy. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, man, can you not be so rude? Like, she's she's doing her best. And then he just, like, stopped talking. But what I would have liked is an altercation. <laughs> something something that would have made me go on that CCTV footage yeah, and yeah, post yeah, it yeah. online yeah. as, like... The world hey. star. World star. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we definitely imagine, uh, imagine those, those hero percent. scenarios. A thousand percent. Um... Random blood flow in certain areas when you least expect it. Yes, um, just to give you a, a bit of a, a statistic out there, I think men get il- random 11 or 12 erections a day. Yeah, that's yep. true. And most of them happen when you're doing class presentations in high school. Actually, all of them happen when you're doing <laughs> class presentations in high school. I'm actually having oral presentations with my kids next week now, and that's yeah. all I'm going to... And when you call him up and he's like, sir, can I have five more minutes? You give him those five more minutes. Right? Just wear padded pants, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever asks us out. Yeah, we talked about this. Uh, How yeah. shitty the phrase be a man is. That's also another thing. Yum. Uh, we do not understand hints. So you need to get to the point. <sighs> yeah, no, we definitely don't understand yeah. hints. Yeah. Uh, well, sometimes you get it. But sometimes the hints are so dumb that 
to to they think that for them to expect for you to get it is just dumb. Like it's it's honestly so dumb. It's dumb because in your mind you're like this is such a topic mm. that should have been spoken outright and abruptly that I shouldn't bother reading into it to think that there might be an underlying issue here. Like I forget, forget. Bro, nailed it because like we don't care about approaching subjects subtly. Just get to the point. Right, tell me what the issue is. Yeah, tell. Uh, you know what? I got one for you. Hit me. All right. Hit Another me. scenario. I think people like it when I do this. Story time. Story time. All right. You're the husband. I'm the wife. All right. All right. I'm going to come up to you Mm. and I'm going to be like, hey, notice anything different? You always have to go, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Right? No, no. Answer it the way you would answer it right now. Like, hey, do you notice anything different about me? Uh, Nah, not really. Well, I just said, did did you get hair done? What was wrong with my hair before? Uh, <laughs> I never said anything was wrong with your hair before. But then why would you think that I did something different with my hair? It's because I'm like taking a, sh- a guess. But why would you lie to me? I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not lying to but you. you're I'm, lying to me. I'm just saying, babe. I'm just trying to understand. But you didn't even <laughs> notice that. Okay, so you see how this scenario played out? This is why I don't get married. Nine out of ten. All right, the guy's going to lie because he's so scared of getting in trouble. So he's just going to jump to the hair, jump to the nails, anything. He's going to try and look around, right? Whereas if you female will be like, hey... Like, I just got a new dress. What do, what you, do you think, think about it? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think then you're kind of just guiding them to the point. So I'm maybe not going to lie. She's, if she asks me, you got a new dress, though, what's the first thought that's going to come to your mind? That's, hold on. I'm, I'm not done with the story, all right? Let me compare it to you, okay. all right? It's okay. like you then taking a female to the garage, opening the hood of your car and telling her, hey, what do you notice is different about the car? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a 2JZ engine installed She's not going to know the difference, man No, but like um, So you're setting him out to fail Now, quick question Side yeah. question Because yeah, I'm not going to yeah, lie Whenever question. I get a photo like of this That's the first question that comes to my mind And I feel mm-hmm. like a dad for having this qu- um, if, uh, if a girl sends you a photo of something new that she's purchased Like, yeah. how do you like this dress? What's yeah. the first thought that actually goes through your mind? How do I Honestly, sometimes I want to shit on it Because uh, like some of the dress choices Or like the... the the price point, I'm like, damn, like, you yeah, spent so much to, money to on To be it. honest, that's my first question, though. Because so my like for the dress is going to depend on how much you paid for the dress. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. If I, if I know it's a steal, I'm going to be like, holy shit, that's a good bargain. Yeah. Like, value for money. But if she says, I bought this this lace bikini that looks like my olden day, you know, my filler shoelaces have been tied together <laughs> and threaded into a bikini, and you tell me, yeah, I paid 150 bucks for it, I'd be like, brother, I can, I can actually... Make this for you in it's, my backyard. It's like um, my missus bought a new handbag, and the handbag is uh, clear. Like it's clear. <laughs> like you can see all the contents inside the handbag. So she bought a plastic bag. Yeah, it just <laughs> looks. It looks cute. I, I and you know what? It matches her outfits. But what? I'm like, is she I'm wearing like, a transparent dress? Because you would. Here's mean? the thing. I'm like, you know, if I wanted to rob you, I know exactly what, <laughs> like, what's inside your handbag. Oh yeah, Louis Vuitton purse. We got your oh lipstick. Your bottle. <laughs> so I just want to know when you say it looks good on her outfits. What outfits is she wearing? Yeah, but anything translucent. It's clear, like <laughs> <laughs> uh, men are always subconscious about themselves. Yes, we yes, have bad hair days. Yes, we wake up. With like yeah, bags under our eyes. I need to get a haircut, man. And and you know what? Body image for a guy is it's more huge. common than you yeah. think. Man. Body dysmorphia is massive with men now. Huge, man. Like I, I'm telling you, probably like a high percentage to why a guy won't approach you or talk to you is because he's just self conscious about his body. Yeah, not even just how he looks, just his body. 
Why do you think a lot of men like wintertime? You know how many people will, will, like, I would hear guys compliment other guys, be like, bro, if I had your physique, you know how many girls I'd get? No, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) You're not allowed to express any emotion besides happiness or uh, contentment. That's what we talked about. That's true. Because you should be content that you have your missus. Always. Uh, I don't mean you specifically. I mean, in general. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I've uh, learned recently that there's absolutely crushing me is how much a man displaying any emotion besides happiness or contentment is abhorred. Mm. Is, is it because you, is it because people automatically think you're a man? You shouldn't even be feeling like no, you're going I think, struggle. I think it's more along the lines of uh, if if you're upset about something, then you're automatically jealous. Or if you're sad about something, then you're automatically just like overreacting. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Whereas with girls, like you'd have to be very sensitive how you approach it. But with girl, when the way when the way people approach us, it's always like, okay, you're not happy. Well, then you know there's something wrong with you. Yeah, because for you, others... You've you, got bad traits. Okay, because you're saying for females, like it gets like a, a handicap type of situation yeah. where they look for traits outside yep. that affect her <coughs> mood. Like, yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 I get you. Yeah, man, so sadness, poor mental health, it's taboo for men yep. in our society. Guaranteed. Um, anger is also very taboo. If you show that you're angry, <sighs> oh my God, you've got issues. But obviously, you're not meant to feel anger. You're meant to always be calm and collected at all times, but even though when it defies all logic and emotion. Yeah, I think it's because we tend to, you know, we physically respond with anger. Mm-hmm. Well, then again, you know what? Like, if you heard of a man physically throwing shit at a woman that they're having an argument, you'd think, what a pig of the earth. But how many times have we heard of a female, like, throwing tantrums and, like, hitting a guy and, like, throwing objects at a guy? Yeah, and then we're like, wow, yeah, <coughs> she's just, like... Hang in there, bro. Yeah. No, but like the thing is, they they almost make it look like it's not. They 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 do make it look like it's not on the same level, because technically the man is stronger. So yeah, because he'll be able to take care of himself. Yeah. But if I have a vase thrown at my face, yeah, I'm sorry. No matter how how strong I am, if her aim is good and that hits my head, that's the only downfall. Their aim (laughs) is garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Just as Uh. she's throwing things, Uh, it's just. Anyways, Um, we have weird um, tangents in our minds. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I've got Our minds definitely take some weird tangents. Oh, bro, um, like it's hard to explain, but sometimes men just need to figure out an optimal strategy for defeating a two hundred and fifty pound like tiger in a cage match. Sometimes we'll think <laughs> of these scenarios. You <laughs> have you know. watched the Have you watched the um, semi pro, the Will Ferrell movie where he he fights a bear at like, halftime during a basketball game? For the amount of times I thought of myself in that situation, <laughs> you, you you think of yourself in these weird scenarios, and you're like, okay, so you know what would happen, you know, if I was stranded on an island, will I survive? Like, it's just your mind takes these weird tangents, and then you got some girl next to you, and she's like, all right, you win, yeah. and you're like, what? <laughs> I was just on an island yeah. like five minutes ago. <laughs> when I'm at work, I normally have the whole like, what happened if like a a, a sexual predator or a terrorist like came onto our school site. How would I? How would I battle this out? How would I respond? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of scenarios like that, man. And you know what it is when it comes down to it, and these things end up happening. You're probably not going to even do half the things you thought about doing. <laughs> oh, bro, because <laughs> in your mind you're indestructible for some reason. Oh uh, yeah, man, I'm the first guy out. Um, you just feel. Oh, all right, here we go. We're finishing up the list. You just kind of feel disposable. I think that goes back to the whole Chris Rock thing. If you feel like you can't bring anything to the table, you're the you're like the main person that's expected to bring something to the table. Mm. So if you feel like you don't bring anything to the table, and coming back onto that story of the girl that said you win, 
my mom, she also turned around to our friend and she's like, what ambition do you have like in life? Mm-hmm. And when he was like content with where he was at that time because he had a stable job. He had a stable job. He has a nice house. He's got yeah. everything that he needs. So yeah. he's like, I don't really have anything like yeah. that's, that's coming to my mind right now. Yeah. So he's not bringing anything to the table. And she doesn't count her blessings with what he's already brought to the table. She's just thinking about what he, he, he isn't bringing to the table. And yeah. then because he's not bringing anything, she's like, I don't want it anymore. Guys and girls fall for this trap. If you dislike the person, especially your partner, uh, you eventually start, you know, um, despising everything they do, every action or their work, their job, everything that they do, including their ambitions. And you belittle them so much because you just dislike them. And it creates this, like, toxic abuse, man. Like, uh, and, and it's just, it's horrible. We've it's horrible. S- we've seen it with our few friends as well. Like, some of them that used to be on very high-paying jobs got married. Yeah. And then it just wasn't good enough. And They yeah. were never good enough for, like, mm. the girl or her girl's parents. Because uh, some parents make their daughter sound like they're Cleopatra. Yeah. When, in fact... And I know some girls are listening to this and they're like, I would never do that. But the reality of it is, you, you chances are it. you don't realise it. Like, really they're don't. not... They're n- these these girls or these guys that go through this, especially the abusive ones, they started off just being nice and, and they had no idea that this is the path that they were going to take. Um, but eventually, as, you know, things progress, situations happened, you start overthinking and you start analysing all these little details... And uh, it just becomes one abuse after another. I think we can say with our social, uh, with our uh, communities groups as well. You know how the whole process is like you find a partner and then you get engaged. In like a white society, getting engaged and like living together that's completely normal. Mm. But with us, it's not. Mm. It's not a norm. So for these ones, it's like all right. For the girls, the expectation is all right. Let's get engaged. She's like she'll she'll, she'll tell him like let's get engaged. I just want to get engaged. I just want to like make us official official. Yeah. And then we can take our time with the wedding. Mm-hmm. Only an idiot will fall for that. Only an idiot will think, yeah, we're going to take our time with the wedding. Because the second you get engaged, it's like the clock starts. Yeah, yeah, that it's timer, a timer. That timer comes down. And then the sooner you realise is she's going to want you to bring more to the table. She's going to be like, okay, I want to set this date for the wedding. And then it starts from there. And like it just goes down. You, if a male turns around to the female and be like, I don't know when I want to get married. She's going to be like, so you, you got engaged to me, but you don't know when you want to marry me. It's like, I got engaged to you because you told me to get engaged to you. Like, you wanted this. And now, she's like, yeah, but so you're not bringing anything more to the table. And there goes the relationship straight away. <laughs> I love it because I know that some of the listeners are like, damn, man, like, what kind of people did you talk to? All right, hey, man, you should ask your friends about what kind of people they talk to. And I guarantee <laughs> you, man, everybody's the right. same out there, man. They're everybody's there. going through the same kind of issues, same kind of scenarios. Um, but from our perspective is we have this ability where we can sit and just switch <laughs> off for like five, ten minutes and you guys want to take that away from us? <laughs> um, uh, sexism goes both ways. Yes, it does. Yes, uh, it's a double-edged sword. Um, with the success of female emancipation during the last century, Western society as a whole became more aware of the prejudice and discrimination women are facing mm-hmm. and thus gradually work towards providing women with equal opportunities and respect. Are they equal opportunities or are they overcompensating? Oof. Oof, you're going to piss off some people. <laughs> because we actually had a discussion about this a while back with one of our friends about the um, overcom- is it about whether it's considered overcompensation now, the whole um, extra... I'm not going to say right, but the extra um, opportunities given if you're from a like Aboriginal, Torres Strait Islander... Uh, you know how when you apply for a job yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they ask you, are you Aboriginal? Mm-hmm. If you apply for anything, any government thing, it'll ask you that specific question. For those of you who don't know, it's basically 
or um, it's a government system or government's way of helping uh, them because obviously of what happened in the past. Like in yeah. the past, they were really, really, you know, they were considered flora and fauna. They weren't considered human. When you kill them, it wasn't considered murder. Yeah. Because you technically didn't kill a human mm-hmm. under the eyes of the law, which is absolutely disgusting. <coughs> the argument now comes is um, one of the, oh, I forgot which professor it was, he was making mention like a lot of the, for the Aboriginal and all that live that live in like remote areas, this opportunity should definitely still be there for because we want to get them out of the, that cycle. Mm-hmm. But then you've got like the Aboriginal Torres Strait Islanders that live like in regular suburban areas and they have the suburban jobs. They've got like they're in the median level of everyone else. Yeah. So should they still be allowed for this uh, extra right? Well, not right. This extra um, advantage, I should say. Mm-hmm. And like it comes down, I guess, to the, to the same thing over there. Nah, you're right. It's the same thing, man. It's the same thing. I don't think it's overcompensation. I, I just think it's uh, it's you just don't play the victim card. The reality of it is, yeah, sure, a lot of rights are taken away from females. A lot of rights are taken. We're but taken also away, understand yeah. that a lot of rights are taken away from men. Like as a guy, you don't just automatically get the job. You you only get the job if you got connections, and it, it goes both ways. Um, and but that's a different struggle for another scenario. Um, the way we wanted to touch about this podcast, especially this episode. We really wanted to highlight uh, mental health awareness, especially for men. Um, a lot of men are struggling uh, during this lockdown. Um, obviously, you know, a lot of them have been, you know, you take away gym from them. They can't exactly release that because gym has been released for so many people. Uh, you take away the clubbing, the socializing, the partying. I mean, some guys I know for a fact, um, they go partying because that's that's who they were known for as they they were known as the party so person. So their identity's gone. Basically. Their identity's gone. Um, a lot of guys are in relationships and they're struggling because they don't know how to keep the relationship entertaining, interesting. Yeah. And interesting. Yeah, yeah, I can. Um, yeah, a lot of things, man. I, and I, I know, ladies, you're out there. You guys have got your own, you know, problems. I know you guys are taking away the nails, the pedicures, the eyebrows. <laughs> your own like self care. You know, self care is massive for them. It's, it's massive, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That's taken away. But you know, hang in there a couple more weeks. Just be proactive. Find something at home to do. Just don't dwell on on like being the victim because that's the worst thing you can do. I think a lot of um, like I can say it's being a single person who just like looks out into relationships now um, rather than being involved in one. I can definitely say, and, you know, we're talking about men's mental health here because we're men. Like, we, yeah, we can't, we can't exactly speak on behalf of Yeah, because obviously girls. we don't know what they're going through. They're going through their own stuff mm. altogether. But I can say this, uh, ladies, if, if you have a partner or, like, even your dad at home, a lot of the whole, like, a lot of female moods re- rely on the men around them. Like, yeah. I know it sounds bad to say, but it's, it's, true. it's a it's a fact of the matter. And, like, I can see this because I, you know, I see some of my friends and, like, the way that they're talking with their girlfriends and, like, uh, because a lot of my friends are now in relationships at this time. So you get to see how, how it works. And a lot of it is relying on him to make the thing, like, try new ideas or, like, go new places or if they're coming over or if he's going over, like, he needs to take the charge on what they're going to do. So it's, like, a lot of the happiness to technically depends on him in that relationship. Absolutely. So... And like, ladies, you have to understand, man, the guy is struggling. I had one of my students, uh, one of my ex-students messaged me. He's like, I'm t- I want to take a girl out on a date. And he's like, I don't know where to, where to take her. Like, everywhere's closed. Like, what, what do you do? I'm like, mm-hmm. bro, you actually got nothing. You got you can take her to maybe like get a dessert and go to the park and take a seat. But that's about it. And he's like, yeah, but she's not going to be happy with that. Like, she wants something to do to do. I'm like, look, bro, it's it's a struggle. Like, it like, is, yeah. It's a, it's a hard, hard life out there now. So I, I challenge all the ladies and all the gentlemen that are listening to this. Um... Go have a conversation with a guy mate of yours or a father figure or whatever it is that's going on in your life. Go have a conversation, not just how you're doing, how you're feeling. How about just asking him, so, hey, like, what's been on your mind recently? Like, tell me 
what struggles that you don't want to announce to the world and try to have a, a deep and meaning conversation with them and, and see how far it goes. It'll come a long way. It'll come a long way. Take something off their hands. Yeah, absolutely. Like, even if it's something as simple as like maybe mowing the lawns for your dad. Yeah, man. If you take that off them, man, the guy will love you for yeah, it. Yeah, good buzzum. And, and instead of worrying about whether or not uh, you're the one being entertained, why don't you try and entertain someone else and make that a challenge for yourself? Um, but yeah, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Support each other. And as always, don't be a bad buzz.